but those are the girls that asked me to do um, all girl group stunt the next year. So, you know, one door op- or closes, another one opens. So I was pretty bitter at first, I won't lie. But once I got over that, <laughs> once I got over that, it was definitely a blessing. And the all right. Nice, nice. All right. Here you go. Uh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the number one chilling podcast in the world. You know, I should probably stop saying that. I think uh, I think we finalized. I think we have we have uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We have solidified our place as the number one chilling podcast. And if someone else is starting to start one, what's good, huh? What's good? I'm kidding. Go ahead. Start one. I, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking here. <laughs> uh, what is up, guys? Welcome back uh, to the podcast. I hope you guys have been very well. I uh, hope you guys are doing fantastic. If you're dreaming your dreams right now, go for it. If you're about to start something cool, whether it's nighttime, daytime, morning, evening, I hope you're doing well overall. Um, a couple updates. Actually, there's probably not that many updates today. Uh, oh, I got a new job. I went to get tested just to make sure. Uh, my job needed a test, and uh, and yeah, uh, it turned out I was negative, so I'm I'm good. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're all good here. We're always coming out negative. Come on, but hey, let's get into our episode today with our special guest. She's a former Washington State cheerleader. She's currently at Morehead State, where she has won five national championships, and she's the only person flyer in this world. And correct me if I'm wrong, if someone else has done this in the past, but so far from what I know, she is the only person to do this. She has won with the co-ed team, with the all-girl team, the all-girl stunt team, and she's won with the partner stunt. This is my guess. Oh, and she one day wants to open her own Cobra Kai dojo, which is <laughs> pretty pretty lit. Uh, this is my guest, Raven Marty. What's good, Raven? Hey, thanks for having me. I like the dojo bit. It's hey. good. Dude, Big I, Cobra Kai fans in my house. I've never, I've, when I saw you with that costume, I was like, what's Cobra Kai? Like, no, like literally, I I didn't know about Cobra Kai or whatever that was. I, the Karate Kid. I mean, I watched Karate Kid, but I wasn't really into that. But uh, I was like, well, I wonder what that is. So I went back home and I started watching it. And oh my God. That show is. Are you hooked? Pretty, I'm hooked. I watched the whole thing. I literally yeah. watched the whole thing. Yeah, me too. I finished it in like two days. But if you're a big Karate Kid fan, it is just so nostalgic. And our Wi-Fi at my house with all my roommates is actually called the Dojo. So <laughs> really, yeah. I um, I, I was I, I was looking. I was I was watching the Cobra Kai uh, series, and I was like. Okay, there's so many stuff that is like they're they're showing that I was like, all right, I'm missing it out. So I like stopped watching it and I went and rented the actual uh movie Karate Kid on Amazon Prime. And I was like, Whoa, this makes a lot more sense. Like in some of the stuff they were like talking in the show. I was like, dude. Wait, you watched the Karate Kid after you watched Cobra Kai? No, no, no. I was like through episode five. Like yeah, episode five, and I was like, wait, there's so many stuff that they're showing from Karate Kid. I just need to go back and actually watch a whole movie to really understand it. And, uh, dude, who are you rooting for? Miguel? I don't know because that show has me, like, feeling all types of ways. I don't know whose side to be on because the Karate Kid, like Danny, is kind of evil in it. So, but Cobra Kai for life. You think he's No evil? mercy. <laughs> no mercy. <laughs> no ah. mercy. 
Parson. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. No, it's a pretty exciting show. If you guys have not seen that show, I strongly recommend it. It's actually I I saw it. I was like every time I scroll through an Netflix, I'm like, yeah, probably that show's probably not that good. I don't know. And I mean it turns out it was it was, it was pretty good. But uh Raven, how you been lately? Last I've been good. Just doing school, uh cheering, you know. Same old, same old. Same old, same old. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh last time I saw you was yeah, the Cobra Kai. <laughs> it's Halloween, yeah. The Halloween. Uh that was <laughs> It was an epic time, I must say. <laughs> that was the funniest. I, I don't I, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I will keep the <laughs> vlogs forever. Oh yeah, the vlogs. Just make sure no one knows about it. <laughs> uh after we graduate, we'll post it. I honestly I do I love I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you watch like vlogs from like different people on YouTube or stuff, but I love those kind of formats where you just show like random stuff. It's very uh David Dobrik kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm I'm not trying to copy the man. I mean, a lot of people have been copying the way he does a format, but um I mean, I just I just love David Dobrik, and so I was like, man, I, I kind of wish I made a vlog like that. And so I was like, all right, I'm in Kentucky. We might as well do something like that. I mean, and then everyone was so cool with it and uh yeah. It was it, it wasn't bad at all. Yeah, but, my um, sister's um boyfriend in high school, he they used to make like all these weird little songs and keep them. <laughs> so I want to take that video and like have it for my kids and be like, this is what we did in college. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone shut the <laughs> get down. <laughs> yeah, that was that was uh, that was honestly funny. But uh, another thing I wanted to mention talk about is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So right now you're currently heading into your senior year, right? Or junior? Mm-hmm. Yeah, senior. Year? Okay, okay. Wow. This is my fifth year, like? actually, of school. Fifth year. I feel old. Uh, actually, my like, birthday is tomorrow. To just... Fun fact. Is it actually tomorrow? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Happy. No, I just, uh, I'll just say tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I. No, that's my, my goal was definitely to always it's so rare for people to go four years on co-ed at moorhead because we just take so many transfers in and so since i got there i knew that like one of my goals was always to do four years there so now that i'm doing my fifth year but my fourth year at moorhead it's it's crazy time goes by super fast i never thought i'd get to this point but here we are feeling old and broken but worth it yeah i really i really wanted to I wish we had time to stunt when I saw you in Kentucky. I was like, the Raven. I need to sew with her. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll have to do it next time when I'm in Kentucky again. But um, so you're heading to your last year. And what are the goals? I mean, do you have anything planned out yet? Whether you want to compete for co-ed, all-girl, barn stunt, uh, all-girl stunt. Like, how how's that going? Because you have four four championships right i mean yeah needless to say you've i mean that's that's pretty amazing like i said i don't think no one has done that so what so what are the goals now thank you um that's a good question i think because i've done those things my whole goal of this year is definitely just to focus on like living up and taking in every moment of my last year with this specific team and especially because it's kind of a crazy season I definitely just don't want to take anything for granted, even though it is different and just love the people that are around me while I have it because time goes by so fast. So 
But always, of course, to throw some BA skills in the routine this year and put on a show, as always. That's exciting to see because, like I said, you have all this stuff going on. So, like, the Raven. I mean, what is next? And is this something? Okay, guys, uh, if you are listening, this is something that we didn't have planned out because when I went to Kentucky, Raven was there out of nowhere. I I, I didn't know she was going to be there. But if I knew, we would have planned something out for her episode. And I was going to do something different. We were we we were sitting in the couch. <laughs> we were like pretending we were we were having like an in person podcast. So yeah, if if you guys want to see like an in person one where it's actually like they won't be happening more often because like obviously I'm not close to any of these people. But uh, but if 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 I'm ever around these people, uh, if you guys want to see it, let me know and we'll make it happen. But yeah, no, our conversations in that couch is like the spilly chair couch should be like an official thing, right? <laughs> Uh, absolutely yeah we had we dude after you left i mean lex was there but we, we you when you were there we talked for what two hours two, two yeah i had a cheer job and i was late to it because i was just talking to you guys for so long so once you get started yeah. it's hard to stop yeah i know and then and then after you left lex we talked for almost another i think two hours or an hour and a half i'm like all right we have a lot of we can definitely talk a lot about stuff but uh, but Raven, uh, I mean, like I said, once again, I'm excited to have you on the podcast today. And actually, it's, it took a while. <laughs> we've had this, yeah, we've, we've had this planned out for for quite a while. But uh, it's it's finally happening. Uh, I'm excited. So, hey, like any like every other podcast, let's start with how everything started. Kind of like from what you've really accomplished to, you know, how did it all started? Um, so I actually didn't. Uh, do you want like the beginning of my cheer story, like how I got into cheerleading? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I actually didn't know what cheer was <laughs> until I was about fourteen, and then I had a really good friend in middle school named Rachel, and she did all star cheerleading. This is back in Oregon, where I'm from, and she was like, "You should come try it out." And I was like, "Oh, well, what is this?" And so I looked up a bunch of worlds videos. And I just fell in love with, like, everything that was being done. I just thought it was the craziest things I've ever seen. And Mm -hmm. much like cheerleading, I just kind of got addicted to it. And then from then on, I started doing tumbling lessons because it was the middle of the season. And so I could try out. And then I did a small all-star gym for three years. And then I moved to um, Oregon Dream Teams. And I was on a level five there and competed at Worlds there, which I absolutely loved. Um, And I actually based on that team. I had you never based. based in my whole life. Yeah, I based on that team that whole year. How tall? How tall were you back then? <laughs> I'm the same height I am now. I was four eleven, but oh. I based a little twelve year old boy named Spencer. He was a tiny little thing, really good. But um, that's actually wow. how I got started into partner stunning, is because Boosh and Jelani and those boys that year, since I was basing and not like a main flyer in, a, in an all girl like type of stunt group, mm-hmm. they're like, you should try partner stunning. So. They basically, those boys basically taught me everything I know and got me into it. And they're the ones that pushed me to do college cheer as well. So, um. mm-hmm. and then from then on, I had a friend who asked me to come to a college clinic. I knew nothing about college cheer, like at all. I didn't know who was good. I didn't know who competed. I didn't know who had won. And she asked me to go to a Washington State clinic with her. And so we drove up and, um, right away I just fell in love with the campus it just felt like the right place to be I didn't really even know where I wanted to go to school at the time for college and you just get that good feeling so I was like I want definitely want to go here it was a great game day a great experience and then um 
yeah, from then on, I just kind of fell Did in love with it. Do you have any other routes? Any any other options based on like school wise or like um, how did you? Not- how did you base on your decision on watching state? I know you went to the clinic. You, you just mentioned about the clinic, but did you base it on like just school wise at first, or was it kind of like truly was kind of like your heart towards it? Well, I was definitely um, inexperienced at that point. Uh, I wasn't the best stunter. Um, so that school definitely took me and recruited me and they had a really good game day experience. And then it was also close to home. And then I knew a couple of people that were going there. So it just kind of seemed like the best fit at the time. Definitely no regrets. Definitely loved it there for sure. And the coach is actually awesome. Chris Opheim, shout out. Yeah. Chris Opheim, shout out to that guy. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, let's go. Um, okay, so, so, so you go to Washington State. How did that go? I mean, obviously you're Moorhead, but like what, what happened at Washington that you just didn't stay there for long enough? Um, I actually did love going to school at Washington State. It's a great campus and a great university life. Um, game day was amazing there. I got to go to uh, Vegas for a basketball tournament. I got to go to a bowl game. Um, and it's just a big university, so you get treated really well there. It's super fun. But I just knew that with cheerleading and skills, I just needed more because um, cheerleading's not really that um, popular or as serious as like the South is about cheerleading. Mm-hmm. In like the northwest where i'm from like washington oregon there's not that many places you can go to like do crazy things like you would do down mm-hmm. here so yeah yeah or the ducks oregon i mean they don't i'm not trying to, i mean if anyone here goes to oregon i'm not trying to bash you guys maybe i mean i'm just uneducated but they don't yeah like you said they're not they don't really focus on kind of like the big yeah well actually it's hard to find a college that competes there and I'm a competitive cheerleader. Like, I want to do uh-huh. cheer to compete. And Washington State was one of the only colleges around UCLA. my area that even competed. Yeah, so. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I remember when I went to Michigan State, I know they, for some reason, they were, like, really good friends with Washington State. And uh, I don't know why, but they just, every time they saw each other at UCA, they're like, hey, what up? Cameron, <laughs> like, what's good, man? Like, you remember me from last year from practice? I'm like, <laughs> Oh, those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love They're super fun and super nice there. I had a great time there. It was a really good experience. What? So from from, from there, what made you decide, hey, Moorhead, like specifically Moorhead? So um, I did compete with Washington State that year, and we went to UCA Nationals, and we didn't do too hot. <laughs> it wasn't my best performance, that's for sure. Um, but <clears throat> that uh, when I was there, I actually watched Moorhead – I watched Partner Stunt that year, and I watched um, Nick Lutz and Jesse um, win Partner Stunt for Moorhead that year, like, right in front of my face. And I was like, oh, my God, like, who is that? I was just starstruck by them. And then um, my boyfriend at the time, his sister actually cheered on the all-girl team here at Moorhead. So it kind of just fell into place, I must say. Interesting. Yeah. So I was like, who is that school? I need to know what school that is. And he's like, oh, my sister yeah. cheers here. And I'm like, why have I not known this before? <laughs> <laughs> so you end up going there. And I mean, I've heard about Moorhead. Moorhead is probably, my, what would you say about Moorhead yourself? You that you've been there for almost now heading into your fifth year. Um, Moorhead's definitely not for everyone, I'll say. But that's because it's such a special program. Um, it's def- it's in the middle of nowhere, 
but we make championships out of what we have here. And I think that's what makes it so special. It definitely is a hard place to be at times. You know, there's not much to do in the winter. We're far away from home. A lot of us are out of state. Pretty much all of us are. Uh, but that's what makes it such a big family. And it definitely breaks you down and shows you who you are at the core and makes you a better person from there. What do you mean break you down? Like from skills wise, from the the atmosphere, the practices? Pretty much all of it. Like it's such a, um, a long program, you know, a, a, a long history of cha- winning championships. So it's a lot of pressure to be there in general, but that's what kind of pulls the great things out of you. Like having the practice room, super special room that we could go into any time of the night, any time of the day and stunt. So it's awesome because you can just grind there and grind there and grind there till you, till you become wow. amazing. So, and they were telling me how some, one of the guys is, um, he, he came in with like no stunting, but his tumbling so was phenomenal. And now he's like doing like all these different stunts because of Moorhead, how you guys really mold uh, these athletes. What would you say about from like a flyer perspective? Uh, Well, because um, there's so many of us and it's so competitive, there's so much knowledge there at all times. And like, because the alumni base is so strong, there's always people that come in who care and want to help you and want your team to be really good for like that next national season. Mm-hmm. Um, but the pressure is definitely on, but that's why having the room and stuff like that is so great because um, it keeps you motivated to keep going in and keep being better because everyone is so good here and all have that mindset. So as a flyer, it's super competitive, but I like that competitive because it always brings out more in people. Mm-hmm. Those four championships, how did how did that go? Because I know I talked to Mark about that episode about his about the team, and he met, he mentioned you, uh, particularly in 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 a part, and uh, you know how you how you how you really had to earn your way through, you know, being on the co-ed and the all girl side. Can you tell me more about that? Oh yeah, absolutely. So um, my first year that I was here, I actually so I started on co-ed. Um, but I ended up competing all girl because, uh, that year they had a lot of returners on mat and, um, I worked my hardest, you know, I worked my butt off. I did as much as I could do, but it just wasn't my time. And for me, like at the moment, it was really hard for me to accept that because I came there, you know, to compete for co-ed and I'm such a competitive person. I, I thought for sure, you know, I was going to get it because I was going to work hard enough to get it. But sometimes things don't always work in your favor, but it definitely was a blessing in disguise because I loved competing for all girl that year like I absolutely it was a dream come true um I love competing against West Georgia they're an amazing team so I love that that rivalry right there and mm-hmm. uh before that Moorhead had been coming off of a losing year so we took the title back that year in 2018 and apart from that like um the vets on that team Jazzy Tyler you know Alana um mm-hmm. Cassidy all those girls um really taught me what it meant to be a part of Moorhead, especially during national season. They are super accountable vets that care so much about the program and had been there for at least all those girls were actual true all fourth years. Like they had been there for a long time and they were hard on me, but I absolutely loved it. And I loved being a part that a part of that year. And that is what opened up the door for, I mean, the rest of it. Like I didn't know any of those girls before, but those are the girls that asked me to do um, all girl group stunt the next year. So, 
you know, and one door op- or closes, another one opens. So I was pretty bitter at first, I won't lie. But once I got <laughs> over that, <laughs> once I got over that, it was definitely a blessing and no regrets. It was great. What would you say to someone uh, like a high schooler or someone in college that is kind of going through that same route? Because uh, I know a lot of people tend to, I mean, they always have those those journeys where if a coach doesn't put you in where you want to be, I mean, how should how should people handle that now that you've experienced it in a different way? I think that it's hard to realize, like, I thought I was so ready for something, but you can think you're so ready and really not be. So take into account like what your coach says and what the people around you say, because those are the things that are really going to propel you forward. And at the end of the day, there's nothing I could do more. So you have to take the opportunity that's given to you and be the best person at that opportunity. I was like, you know what, if I'm not going to be on co-ed, I'm going to be the best person in this position on all girl. Like that was my goal from then on. All girl. And so that was, so freshman year, Ended up going uh, all girl. You won there, right? Mm-hmm. And then from there, they asked you to become all girl, son. You won that year too, then. Yes, right? uh, that was so. I won um, with the team on all girl in 2018, and then I did all girl partner stunt 2019, and then mm-hmm. co-ed team 2019. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and then okay, so then so then what happened after that all girl stunt team? Like, did you uh, you went back to the co-ed? How was that switch like? Did you say, eh, I'll stick to old girl or say, hey, you know what? I'm ready to go to co-ed. Oh, well, my dream was definitely to prove that I could be on co-ed, especially not being on it that year. I was like, I got to come back and do this. It's been my goal the whole time is to prove that I can do this. Um, but I actually thought that I pretty much sucked after I came back from all girl because oh. I didn't feel like I was, I was pretty new to all girl and I just kind of had been thrown into nationals. Um, they actually asked me to be a part on all girl like, a week or two before we started like nationals two a days so I really didn't know what I was doing that much (laughs) and then I was all right at co-ed so when I came back I kind of felt like I didn't have a place Mm -hmm. I guess um but looking back I definitely am thankful that I have a bond with both teams now because you definitely get your closest during mat season and so it's really special to have gone through both seasons with both those teams I mean, yeah, I mean, not a lot of people can even say that to uh, being on two different teams. I mean, two different atmospheres, two, I mean, two different mentalities, right? That yeah. goes down because you have the guys, sex, the guys, you know, as your base. Oh, yeah. And and, and co-ed and all-girl, they have completely, totally different dynamics. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just inter- it was just hard at first to switch to that team because I didn't really know any of those girls that well. And it's definitely a really intimidating experience. Yeah. But awesome. Is it, is it tougher? On the co-ed side or on the girl's side? When, let's just say, if something doesn't hit, like, are you more scared of, like, kind of, like, from the co-ed side or the girl side? Like, you know, as the people, like, that are holding you. Oh, all girl, for sure. <laughs> all girl. Yeah. They're, they're bad bitches. I don't know if I can cuss on here, but they're bad bitches. No, so, good. they, the thing I like about, I think in co-ed, sometimes there's certain things you can't say to guys and girls, you know, some people yeah. are sensitive, but in all girl, those girls are blunt to your face. And oh, I appreciate that. So, oh, yeah. No, that's, yeah, that's good. I mean, that's, the, I mean, that's kind of the, that's kind of the fire that, I mean, brings you uh, every day to practice. What was the most memorable one that you've really, that you've, from all those rings, um, which one would you say is your favorite one? Uh, it's hard. Cause I 
I feel like nothing is as special as your first year in a way because you're experiencing everything for the first time. Mm-hmm. And other years, you kind of know what to expect and you know what's going to happen. So 2018 was really, really, really special of a win, competing on all-girl, winning on all-girl. But I have to say the most epic for me was definitely winning co-ed partner stunt with Key. Oh, that one. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Dude, that was was solid. Single-handedly. Dude, when when I saw that stunt, that routine, it was like, oh, it's game over. It's game over. Tell me more about that, actually. I kind of want to know how that, that story... I mean, Keyshawn explained it from his point of view, but what about your point of view? Me and Keyshawn... I mean, I always had wanted to compete co-ed partner stunt, um, but I ended up doing all-girl the year before, so I felt like it was kind of my time to step into that role. And me and Keyshawn have super similar mindsets when mm-hmm. it comes to competing, and I do believe that there is a perfect partner for you, like a perfect stunt partner. And Keyshawn is definitely my stunt partner. Like we work super well together. Um, we can handle each other's hot headedness at times. Um, our spotter Riley is awesome and was just like our best friend through the whole thing. And so um, competing with him and learning like the routine and skills was always a blast because we just have very similar mindsets. Um, but when it came to competition season, we were in like our heart of two days and Warhead does an extremely like hard and rough set of two days. We have like 40 days of two days every single day. It's really hard. Yeah. It's really hard. Cause we stay the entire winter break and we don't have games or anything. We're really cheering. So it's all competition all the time. And at the time, um, a few of the things in the routine were kind of struggling. So we decided that it was best to focus our attention on the team instead of on us because above all, like we need to win a team championship for Moorhead. Partner Stunt is just extra and the team's more important at that point. So then we get down to performances. Moorhead does like a week or two of performances and showcases uh, to practice going full out in front of people. And our first uh, showcase are two teammates. Uh, I don't know if you know them, uh, Jonah and Wendy. Yeah. Uh, they're awesome. Uh, they were also competing partner stunt and they just smacked their routine at showcase, like smacked it. And it was awesome, but it definitely made us want to go out there and compete. We we're like, wow, like, why aren't we doing that? Like, why aren't we at least like trying for the experience, you know, and trying to do it? There's no harm in at least throwing something together uh-huh. and still doing it. So we went in the gym that night after that showcase. And uh, that's the other th- great thing about Moorhead is like, our biggest competition is kind of each other in a way. So they really pulled the fire out of us. Talented athletes. You guys for sure. Are, oh, my God. Yeah, they definitely pulled the fire out of us. So that night we went into the gym and we made kind of a rough routine, hit it that night, um, did it at the next couple performances, dropped like one, once, one or two stunts every time we performed until the night we left. And the night we left, we ended up hitting it. And then mm-hmm. in Florida, we do a performance with Bartow the night before partner stunt and we hit there and that was Keyshawn's most nervous performance. And we did pretty well. Yeah. And we did really well at that one and hit. So I knew that once he had hit there, he would be really confident for the competition later that night. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we hit at partner stunt and it was just like the most amazing experience. Um, After we warmed up, we were going down um, to wait for our turn. And who do we see? Nick and Jesse there in the hallway who's who I watched win in 2017 when I was still in Washington state so it was definitely like 
it's hard to explain, but it sort of felt like fate in a way. Uh-huh. It felt very full circle for them to be there at that point for like almost no reason <laughs> and yeah. to see them. And so it was just really special. And we felt so ready. We felt so uh-huh. ready the whole time. Wow. No, I was going to ask you. So seeing Nick and Jesse, was that, was it kind of like, uh, like, I'm ready to take, like, I'm ready to beat you guys. We're like, wow, I cannot, like, you kind of like, I can't believe we're actually here, here. Both. I mean, I definitely wanted to be them when I watched them. I was like, who is that girl? And my first year at Moorhead, Jessie was my fourth year vet on co-ed. Mm-hmm. And so I looked up to her in so many ways. And I did want to be basically just like her. So it was definitely full circle and just crazy to have them there at the time. Wow. So you go in there and you're the crowd is screaming at you guys like what like like what is going through your mind you're like okay this is it right here <laughs> it was crazy we felt super like uh when I competed all girl group stunt I was a nervous wreck backstage I was shaking I felt very like I had so much adrenaline in me but when I competed co-ed partner stunt I felt super calm waiting in the wings and so did Keyshawn so we had like this sense of like we know what to do we know what we need to go out and do let's just go do it because we can go do it. And so we walked out there. You know, I take everything in for a second. But overall, I just take a deep breath and really just do not, like, lose focus in a way. And he's the same way. Like, Keyshawn always does. He always says he does a – he mean mugs the entire time we do the routine. <laughs> because if he smiles, he'll lose focus. So he just has a straight oh. face the whole time. And so I just remember being like, live in what you're doing right now because don't lose focus for a mm-hmm. second until you're done with that one arm. Oh man, and then that, and then obviously you guys won. Yeah, that experience. I mean, I know uh, Riley. I mean, that's how how much was he like? Was he a big factor? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, what do you say about what do you say about the spotters uh, that don't get much credit? Because I mean, they tend to not get that much credit. But I mean, we all know that they're always there. I mean, with you guys, like getting ready for that moment. Oh yeah. Riley is was the perfect spot for us. First of all, he's one of our best friends, but he's also one of the kindest and most he'll hype you up no matter what. And I feel like the just like there's a specific partner that's perfect for you, I feel like there's also a spotter that's kind of perfect for you. Mm-hmm. You know, they witness how much pressure you guys are under and how much tensions can rise and how hard it can be at times because they're there all the times you're putting in those extra hours, they're there with you. So they put in almost just as much work as we do. And they're also the people that reassure you and make you feel calm at times and kind of bring you back down to reality. So Riley is awesome. I wouldn't have rather had anyone else there with us. It's always, it's always a great feeling because I remember at Michigan State, uh, I was uh, spotting because I was like one of the – there was this guy named Garb. and uh, Garb. That's quite the name. Garb. Garbarino. That's his last name. <laughs> Ooh. He's, he's Italian, you know? Yeah, he sounds uh, like he's part of the mob. <laughs> Yeah, he's a great guy, Jake Garbarino. But uh, he, his girlfriend with a flyer, uh, Kenzie. Uh, but they, they, he was very good. Like he was the best on our team, and and dude, the guy had so much potential. But he was, he wanted people to spot him. And for me, I was like, all right, this is my only way to actually get good. Is if I. If I go and spot these guys, like, okay, I might not be able to stunt, but hey, maybe when he's tired, I'll probably jump in, take a couple <laughs> breaths here and there, but that's it. And ah, man, the more, the more I, I spotted, the more he was like, hey, Tony, I need you to spot here. Like, like he, like he asked like nicely 
he'll be like, hey, Tony, you're available to uh, spot like today or tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you tell me the time and I'll be there. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Like you're as a spotter, you're really involved in the process. Like mm-hmm. they're the one he like Riley's the one talking in our ear the whole time, telling us things that remind us of what we're, we need to do. Little tricks that help us get through it. So it was huge. I think um, I was to say, oh, yeah. And then he was thinking about doing a partner stunt, too. It's the first time ever for him and he was like and, and and i was a first year that year and he was a fourth year and he and he he trusted me more <laughs> than any of the fourth year and third year guys to to spot him and i think that, i think that mostly comes from the trust on you know catching the flyer i mean it's huge what would you say as a flyer i mean do you do you think it's, it's very important to have like that specific person because obviously i mean your life is in you know, you're up in the air, so you really need that one person to trust. Oh, yeah, and Riley was definitely that person for us. I mean, Keyshawn, too, but Riley was, yeah, definitely there in case Game of emergencies changer. and, yeah, keeping me safe at all times. So, like I said, he's the security blanket to our duo. He's part of our tripod. <laughs> oh, tripod. I'm actually yeah. holding the tripod right now. <laughs> uh, but, so, let me ask you this. What are the what are the goals for partners on this year? Are you guys playing on doing a part two or what you're just gonna put me on the spot like that <laughs> uh i mean <laughs> um i don't know we've talked about it a few times um but everything is still up in the air right now up in there okay yeah everything's still up in the air right now <laughs> yeah we're kind of just waiting to see what's going to happen with our team first and competing at nationals just with uh, coed so yeah uh all right well hey if you guys do end up making it that would be pretty lit. I mean, <laughs> I was telling Keyshawn, dude, that would, that would be exciting if I saw you guys do that again. Oh, my God. Raven, how many rings would you have? How many rings do you have right now? Five, right? I have five. Yeah. Over three years, I have five rings. And then... Team USA? Um, yeah. If it, ha- uh, if it ha- I love USA. I really want to be part of USA. But um, I don't know if I can this year because it's before UCA Nationals. Before UCA, what do you mean? Yeah, it's the weekend before UCA Nationals. Like ICU and Worlds is before UCA Nationals. So usually you're training in the weeks and you're gone from school, but we can't really leave the school, our team, because we'll be training for Nationals at that time. Oh, okay, okay, I see, I see. Yeah, so unless that changes, I'm kind of stuck in that situation. But I would definitely, that's always also been a dream of mine is to do, um, USA for COVID. I didn't even think that I would ever make the team. So that was mm-hmm. enough of an accomplishment for me. But also, it's always something I can come back to yeah. and do later. Do you see your, yeah, I was saying, do you, I was going to ask you, do you see yourself, do you see yourself competing after college is all over, like t- nationals? If obviously the right, obviously, if everything's timed out properly, you know, it looks like the future looks bright. Yeah, for sure. Um, this is my fifth year of eligibility, so I've competed this year. I I can't come back to school, but USA would definitely be the thing I would come back for. Absolutely. I I only got to do um, a training weekend in Dallas before uh-huh. COVID had happened, but it was like the most amazing experience of my entire life. <laughs> it was wow. really hard. My body hurt so bad, but it was just it's incredible. That's why I rec- really recommend it to anyone, even just trying out. I recommend it to a- anyone because it's just amazing to meet all those people there and be in that environment. And like I said, the knowledge and just how fun it is, it's it's really worth the experience. It's hard to explain, but 
it's something I would definitely do again and come back for. Uh-huh. Of course. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now let me ask you this. Uh, something a little off topic, but so I know I know we talked about it in person, but you are also Hispanic, right? Yeah, I'm Puerto Rican. Puerto yeah. Rican. Okay. Okay. And now, do you know Spanish? I do not actually. Oh my god! Get the pasta. Get almost all my to all my Hispanic people listening. It's What's pretty disappointing. I know it's pretty disappointing. But my grandparents, you can blame my grandparents because they didn't teach oh. my dad, and so <laughs> they didn't teach. So he didn't teach me. Yeah, they should have passed that down to us. I feel like. Uh-uh, that should have been your job. You should have taken it in high school. <laughs> well, I did, but listen to this. My parents are actually moving to Puerto Rico. They sold my childhood home in Oregon. Wait, like, it's happening soon? Yeah, they're moving. They're flying oh. and moving there on December 5th. Wow. Yeah, so that's going to be my permanent home is Puerto Rico. And I've I've never been. My dad's been a couple times, but my grandparents spend uh, good amounts of time there. They'll spend, like, four or five months there and then come back to the States. Um, so yeah, that's going to be a new adventure and hopefully, you know, I'll pick up Spanish while I'm there. Cause it seems hey. like the right thing to do. I mean, Puerto Rico, that's uh that's the heart of the, the music, uh, the Latino music. I mean, I don't know if you hear like a lot of, uh, do you hear like bad bunny? Maluma? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, phenomenal. Phenomenal. I mean, I love that kind of music, but, um, so you're going to be living in Puerto Rico. That's interesting. Yeah, that's where I'm going to be for Christmas break, but um, that's what I'm planning on doing after school at this moment. Is uh, Since I'm from Oregon and I moved to Kentucky, uh, the two places could honestly not be more opposite of each other, yeah. <laughs> Oregon and Kentucky. So Oregon. since oh, then, Oregon, though, uh, yeah, since then, I've just wanted to live new places and experience new things. I feel like it just helps you grow as a person. And it yeah. just makes so many new experiences for you. So I'm down to go to Puerto Rico, even if it's just for six months or a year. I definitely want to experience what that would be like. Mm-hmm. What are you currently majoring in right now? I'm a sociology major. Sociology major. Oh, okay. And then what do you want to do as a career-wise or hoping to do? That's a pretty good question. <laughs> but I think that I want to – I just want to help young, like, adolescent girls with something. Uh-huh. I'm not exactly sure, but I do want to focus like on the Hispanic and Latino community and really just oh. give back to people who are like me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully our reporter will make me do that. Um, other than that, my mom is a, she's not a midwife, she, she's something called a doula, which is similar. And I've doula. always been like, yeah, a doula. So it's, you know what a midwife is? Midwife? Yeah, midwife. No. Okay, so women who have babies, they have... Uh, things called midwives and they're like basically nurses that help you but uh-huh. there's also um, people called doulas and they basically like are the emotional side of birth they take care of your birth plan they make oh. sure like the mom's doing okay like mentally that the couple's doing okay mm-hmm. mentally and um, I've always been like really interested in that stuff I actually originally wanted to go to school to be um, an OB nurse and deliver babies mm-hmm. But I hate science classes, so that didn't work out. <laughs> um, so I would like – but you can go to school to that separately, and my mom did it, and I would love to learn that and be part of that someday and do those things with her, hopefully. Yo, that's interesting. I, Raven, I didn't know about this. This is so – like, this is – I wouldn't I, – I, I how, how would I know, right? I mean, it's not like yeah. you know, 20 words out. <laughs> uh, no, that's, that's, so, that's so interesting to see. Uh, you know, that's – that's a huge jump too. Like now that you brought that up with like Oregon, Kentucky, 
just being the places that you've really you know connected with and obviously Oregon is really like your main you're you know it's it's your state it's the place that you grew up uh but Puerto Rico man that's that's interesting yeah no yeah, yeah. um my parents are, are kind of like me in that way they'll they are always like moving and changing and going on mm. to the next thing so hey uh I would say I mean life is short you just gotta you just gotta do what you gotta do right got to make yourself happy find find different stuff you know exactly experience new chances. things while we can take the chances you know i'm i'm excited i i'm excited to see where your career is going to go i mean it's your last year i'm excited to see uh you know whether you compete i was going to compete with the co-ed uh but i mean i'm excited to see where you're going to be like you know in, in the next five years oh we got uh, some things cooking for you this year you're gonna be happy we got a show to put on this year Oh man, y'all yeah. better watch out more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> more head ain't playing around. <laughs> That's for sure. You're gonna be like looking at you. They're gonna be like Raven, really, Raven, really, <laughs> <laughs> really, girl, really. No, that's exciting. Um, so last thing, last thing I wanted to talk about is actually no, I think we already mentioned that. I think never mind, never mind. Okay, what are what are some advice you give? I haven't done this in a while. Actually, I usually ask this, but I haven't done this in a while. But what's some advice you would give to you know, like a young high schooler that you know can barely even like do a stunt that you know barely knew how, how to throw any stunts, you know, or barely even knew what cheerleading was in 2014? Like, what would you give that advice to someone now? Um, I would definitely say just put yourself out there all the time. It really can't help to just put yourself out there and try things. But as much as cheerleading is a team sport it's also very much an individual sport and so if you put yourself out there and you have the tenacity and work ethic you will become good at cheer you will so provide those opportunities get those like know people because I mean I know you right so I'm gonna know all these other people and I know uh Keyshawn and he knows all these other people that can help and the cheerleading community is a really nice community that we all love each other I feel like so yeah, yeah. put yourself out there for sure uh, connections. I mean, connections are huge. I think I think I brought this up so many times. Uh, one of them with Josh, but I mean, you. I mean, you, what would you say about that? Connections. I mean, if you know people from Oregon, you know people from Kentucky, Texas, and suddenly you're in Texas. Let's just say you're in Texas. You're down a stunt. I mean, people are gonna say yes, right? Yeah. Um. So, Morehead. Most of the people on our team are out of state. Mm -hmm. So just that are there alone. I know so many people that if I was just traveling across the country or in a random state, I would have some place to stay or someone to stunt with, uh, which is really nice and comforting. But, um, and then there's things like USA and, you know, USA staff and camp where you just are constantly meeting new people. Mm -hmm. And so pretty much anywhere you go, you know, I feel like you have a friend and that's why I always recommend USA too, because that's how you can meet people and travel new places and learn new things. Oh yeah. Big time, big time. Uh, one last thing. What was I gonna say? Man, I'll be forgetting this stuff. I I, I have like a short term memory. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Uh, but oh yeah, oh no. One of the things I was gonna I was gonna say, dude, that really that oh man, I was so I, I was driving right today, and by the time you guys are listening to this podcast, it probably might not make sense to. So you're probably listening on Monday. This is gonna come on Monday. So this kind of what I'm about to say was gonna be last week basically. But Raven, so hear me out. 
<laughs> okay. Guys, I've never had I've never had neg- negative comments, right? Never. Ne- no one has ever said something. I don't know if you saw that notification because I think you commented on Riley's thing. But someone was like, I'm not here to hear the backstories. I'm just here to see stunts and tumbling. I'm like, who the- who are you? You know, like, who are you? This is a podcast, sir. You have to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's like the, the, the posts are for to get people to go to the podcast and listen to it. This guy's, I'm not here to hear the backstories. I'm just here to see something and tell me. I'm like, like, brother, brother. Wow. Like, the, the, you know, that's just really offensive to how much time I, and work you put into editing this thing. I was like, I saw that. I quickly, I, I looked at the notification. I was driving. You're, t- no, do not text and drive, guys. All right. I wasn't stopped. <laughs> So I looked at it and I quickly just deleted that. Like ASAP. I was like, I don't need this negative shit. <laughs> no, that's stupid. If you yeah, want yeah. to see some stunt videos, just go to any of the 10,000 cheer accounts that are on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, so many <laughs> cheer accounts on those stuff. I've been trying to like change. And that's the reason why I brought told you about the too hot to stunt thing. Yeah. <laughs> why are you ra- challenging me? Oh, I mean, I would... It would be a challenge. I definitely want to make it a challenge, but uh, we I would have to send you the hot sauce, like the the, the <laughs> hot ones, like really they're hot. I'm telling you, once you see this video, you're gonna be like, oh, they were not kidding. Like we really went all out with that. But uh, but uh, but I'm what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to change my name. Uh, well, I'm trying to change the name on Spill the Cheer to Spill the Cheer instead of Spill the Cheer podcast. Okay. Uh, because I want to make sure Spill the Cheer kind of be like this this platform where it's not just a podcast, but it's other stuff too. Uh, kind of related to, I guess, to the whole movement. But uh, this account has 93 followers. The last post was from 2018, I think. And, it's, and it has Spill the Cheer on it. And I can't get it because it's already taken and I like DM them and I've never replied because I don't think they even use it anymore. Okay, this might be so messed up, but do you think that if you reported them <laughs> that you could oh get the God. account name? <laughs> that would be, I could, uh, I could probably, I've never thought about that. <laughs> or maybe you could like um, appeal to Twitter or not Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, Instagram and they could give you like the verification to it and you could get like verified and have your little check mark. Oh, that would be that would be so cool. But I feel like with not that many followers, people would be like, oh, you bought your verification. Like, <laughs> like most of the, like, I, I've not promoted a single thing, which, no, lie, lie. I promoted the hoodie uh, trailer. That is the only thing that I promoted. But other than that, everything, everything is authentic. Like, every viewer is authentic. Like, the followers, uh, hopefully authentic. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll see where this goes. But, uh, hey, Raven, uh, thank you so much for being part of the podcast. Of course, I had a great time. You're so easy to talk to. <laughs> yeah, uh, we actually don't have the camera, but yeah, <laughs> I know, <laughs> guys. Usually, uh, usually when we do this podcast, I usually Facetime my guests, so we have that visual part, so it's not uh, as awkward. Uh, but obviously, Raven and I have talked in person. She's a phenomenal athlete, phenomenal person in general. You're really down earth, Raven. I cannot wait to see you succeed. I cannot wait for this competition upcoming. But yeah, uh, where can they find you, Raven, on social media? Uh, my Instagram is Raven underscore Marty, and my Twitter is RavenMarty13. And I mean, if you want to put me on Facebook, you're more than welcome to, but you oh, don't yeah, have to. Facebook. Yeah, it's pretty lit. Uh, yeah. Do people even use Facebook nowadays? Uh, uh, that's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. If I you're know. a real one, you will add me on Facebook and you'll poke me. 
Oh, yeah, there we go, guys. Come on. This is a real one. Hey, if you stayed this long to this episode and you actually poker and friend request, <laughs> then that means you're a true Splitcher fan and a true Raven fan. And, okay, I'm just going to stop talking here. So, yeah, have a great day, guys, and take it easy. Peace.